Veterans with Benefits is brought to you by Dracula the Beer. The only Dracula-based beer that doesn't suck. Dracula the Beer may turn into a blood-sucking vampire. Please drink responsibly. Veterans with Benefits is brought to you by Gray Sweatpants. When you want to make everyone around you uncomfortable, it's Gray Sweatpants. Found in all major retailers and your depressing uncle's bottom drawer. Here we are, back again, episode 80. I'm in episode 80, folks. And to celebrate episode 80, I got one of my best friends on the planet, David Lee. I can't say too much about this guy because you're going to hear me just gush over him. I just, this next guest, I just love him. He's, he's the nicest guy in the fucking universe. And I keep saying that in the episode. I know I do. But um, I hope you guys enjoy this, dude. I love David Lee. He knows I love him. Um, one of the best people I ever met in my time in the military. Um, love him to death. Uh, the episode's going to be fucking choppy because Lee lives in the fucking middle of the desert. So his connection was real shitty and I'm blaming it on him. So there's going to be some issues. But just, uh, you know, fight through it with me. And get through this episode. It's historic. So enjoy. What's going on, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm glad we were able to make this happen again. It's uh, we we tried it once and it, it went weird. Was it? Weren't you in like in a parking lot in your car? No, I was time? just I was just in my office, and uh, I think it was just like we had talked about the Wi-Fi and the cellular, and it was like just being weird. I don't know. I'm just gonna stay. On the Wi-Fi this time, we should be fine. Okay, yeah, because, I mean, my Wi-Fi sucks, so I go through... <laughs> I just use my fucking data when I do these episodes, because if I... Veterans with Benefits is proud to partner with Omni Consumer Products to bring you the first energy drink for the LGBTQ plus community. When you need a pick-me-up for the day-to-day -day grind and feel fabulous, reach for a Gatorade. It's delicious, hot or cold. It goes both ways. Gatorade is the only energy drink that has real honest-to-god glitter in the can. You're definitely going to want to swallow this stuff. Gatorade comes in three fabulous flavors. Rainbow Raspberry, They Them Tropical Punch, and Lesbian Lemon Lime. So go out to the store and grab a Gatorade today. And visit Gatorade.com. That's G-A-Y-D-O-R-A-D-E.com. Then go delete your browser history. All right, here we go. Uh, here, we, yeah, here we go. Are you sure? Are you sure? Here we go, <laughs> bro. I don't know what's going on. All right, so I, I made sure my phone didn't go to idle this time. We're all yeah, set. You, this is gonna be the quickest episode, just so we can get, <laughs> just so we can get your episode in. <laughs> it's gonna be twenty-three seconds. <laughs> No, before you like when you went off, I was still recording, so I'm like, I was just telling everybody like the story of the last time, mm -hmm. and I'm like, yep, happened fucking 15 seconds in again. Yep. I'm just gonna plug, I'm gonna plug a commercial in between those two fucking things. Good, is the one with the uh, the, the what is it, the, the extension cords under the bridge? <laughs> I don't know if I use that one anymore, dude. I have so many new ones. Do you? I gotta listen, I gotta listen to a few of the recent ones, yeah. The last. My last two episodes, there's, uh, I think, three new ads. Okay. Um, you'll get a kick out of all of them. Okay. All right, let's do this. Yeah. This is my, this is my buddy, David Lee. I've known for how long have you known each other? Since 2006? 2006, yeah. Okay. All right, Dave, you're yeah. from California. Yeah. I want you to tell everyone the story because not a lot of people, you're the only one I know, that mm -hmm. did band flight yes. in basic. <laughs> yeah. So tell us the band flight story. Yeah. So, so when I was, no one told me anything about it. So I played, uh, I played trumpet through middle school and high school, and I was kind of ready. So you were killing it with the ladies, dude. You have no idea. Uh, so I, uh, so I, I was ready to just kind of put music away, you know, be done with it, and so I get to basic training. And we, you know, you arrive in, 
he arrived late and or at least we did and we're just standing there um waiting to get processed and there's an instructor you know with the campaign hat on and everything walking through all the everyone but he's talking to each one of them individually and i can't hear what he's saying like i'm trying to make it out you know and but you're just kind of trying to be quiet and not make a fuss or whatever and so he he gets to me and he says like real quietly in my ear he's like do you play an instrument I was like, and I was like, what? I didn't hear him like very well. He's like, do you play an instrument, musical instrument? And I was like, yeah, I play trumpet. It's not even thinking, you know, you're just kind of nervous or whatever. And he's like, go stand over there. And there's this group of like maybe four or five guys. And then slowly that group like populated more and more and more. And then a different instructor showed up and took us to a dorm. And nothing was said for like five days. And then like, you know, you go through the zero week stuff and you're in the rainbow flights and all that yeah. crap. And um, so we get like right around the time we get your first uniform issue. We like everyone is like goes to breakfast, does the PT and everything. And then our instructor is like, hey, everyone else is going to go do this. You guys go get dressed and then form up on the pad again. So we went up and got dressed, formed up on the drill pad again. And we marched just across the street, like not even 20 yards away from the drill pad into this little building. And it had some weird acronym on the outside that I didn't know what it was, um, which is one of those old buildings that's off the side of the road there in Lackland. And we march in, we walk in or whatever, and it's a music room. There's drums all around the outside of it. It's kind of like a pit, like sinks down into the floor. And then there's just like music, like uh, music cases, like trumpet cases underneath all each chair. And there's the, the guy that was there the first day was standing at the door. And then there's a civilian dude um, standing there like just waiting for us all file in. It's like, everybody just take a seat. We'll tell you what's going on in a minute. So we sit down and they're like, okay, you're probably wondering why you're here. Uh, you guys are all part of the band flight. So he's like, you are <laughs> going to be playing music for not only your graduation, but you're going to be playing music for at least two other graduations and retreat. And I'm just sitting here like, what the fuck? <laughs> and <laughs> so I'm like, I'm super nervous. I thought I was going to have to like stand up and like, prove how good of a musician I was in front of everybody and like I was like super nervous dude because I was like a, I was a decent player but like I definitely wasn't that committed I didn't practice very much yeah. um so I was like super nervous but he we bust out the music and uh he starts kind of figuring out who's who like a lot of guys in the group they just pick because they were big dudes they knew they could carry the drums they're like you'll figure out how to play the drum but like all let the me interject something real quick yeah you you know yeah. Now, growing up, <laughs> if I would have been like, Dad, I want to play the trumpet, <laughs> this is what would have happened. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have never seen a trumpet. I would have never seen a trumpet. I would have never even heard a trumpet. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Just like rolled his eyes. You're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, I come from a musical family, so uh, we all we all were in band. Uh, except for my dad. Or, or I'm sorry, or for the rest of my life, it would have been at the dinner table. Hey, pass the salt trumpet, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was 10 years ago. Yeah, go play yeah, the trumpet. Like, go play the trumpet. <laughs> Just for asking, would you get, you'd probably still get that treatment. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. So, so we, we played with like, so it's, so how it worked is all the times that you guys were out practicing drill for like the bomb run for graduation we would go to the band room and practice music. We would, Scum, we would either scumbags. Yeah. So like my basic training experience was weird because I like, I didn't realize like how much you guys were out like drilling and practicing drill. Cause we <laughs> almost, we almost never did that. We did it like twice and we still got evaluated and everything, but like they give the band flight a break because they literally like never practice drill. So you're kind of like our instructors even like, listen, if you guys think you're good at marching and drill, he's like, you're not like you guys are kind of like sloppy because you don't practice that much yeah. you're just like oh, okay but uh so yeah i played i even played in a parade dude there's one day that they took like kind of the the better players out of the group and they didn't even of course they don't tell you what's going on and they have you everyone in that group got in their blues that day but everybody else stayed and they're like it was like on a sunday they're like okay hey get your blues on and meet down here at like yeah at 10 o'clock and so we got in our blues and then they're like grab your instruments and get on the bus so we grab our instruments get on the bus and we get to this 
fucking parade. And we, we marched and played in the parade. It was like, we had never practiced like walking and playing, you know, we, we practiced like marching with our instruments, but never like, like marching and playing at the same time. So it was, that was weird. And then they let us like have lunch, like an all day ordeal. So, so if I went back it was in weird, time man. It was... and I mm-hmm. went, you know, I was going through basic and I, and I raised my hand. Now I've never played an instrument in my life. Would they have yeah. weeded me out? If you said, you're like, yeah, I can play an instrument. And they'd ask you what it is. It, that and would depend. Is, like, yeah, said, yeah, and I said I play the drums. You would, you would get, you would gone to the band flight if they were picking people for the band flight, because yeah. sometimes they, uh, I think they only do it like every other week at that time. I don't even know if they still do it. You know, um, you know, I don't run into a lot of trainees around Northern Nevada, so they, uh, yeah. So it, it's like I think it was like every couple weeks they would pick more people for the band because like we didn't see any new people for like till we were towards the end of basic training um coming in to like join us because we kind of joined some other guys that were already there um and there was kind of a mix like our sister flight also was in band so we were like a male female you know co whatever you know how it's always two flights together yeah yeah that's how it was um yeah i didn't have a sister flight i didn't see a female until tech school yeah yeah i know a lot yeah, of guys were like that they're like oh you had a sister flight like yeah, I went buck wild in tech school, dude. <laughs> Everybody like, what? does, man. What is that? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, it was funny because, like, a lot of that's how a lot of guys told me that their experience was. And then for me, it's like, was it weird? Like, we were interacting with them all the time. Like, we had to play mu- music with them. And uh, a, a civilian four is an Air Force, and probably an Air Force nine. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the deployment, the 2102s. You know? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was band. That was band flight, man. It was a, it was a trip. But and what's kind of weird is like when we graduated. So you guys all do the bomb run, right? And then I think your parents come out to the field and meet you out on the field, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when we did graduation, we, uh, like march off the field with our instruments instead of staying out there with our parents, and then we march all the way back to. Um, back to the dorm like you know how everybody goes to the dorm after that we yeah. marched to the dorm and like our parents are waiting for us at the at the dorm it's kind of like a strange kind of deal they got to kind of like see us march up instead of like coming and meeting us out in the group so okay yeah so was, just total uh five-star experience <laughs> all yeah, across I, the board well the music was really easy so i was like i was like okay with it and I was one of the better trumpet players out of the group. So I was like, all right, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of like, feel like a little bit of a badass. But in general, like probably 90% of our flight was like wearing the BCGs. So you already knew we were all like super nerdy. Um, yeah. So when we, one of your, when one of your daughters the, asked to go to, she's like, I want to go in the Air Force. You just got to go say you play an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah. I'll be like, I don't know if you're going in, you're going to like, you're on like something medical or public affairs. You ain't going to the flight line. Yeah. Not a lot of chance. But yeah, dude, that was band flight. It was it was strange. It like looking back, I'm like I'm like, what was that? Like we were I was a bait like he the instructor there t- explained it like you're a professional musician. And it kinda like hit me. I'm like, fuck yeah, I guess we are. Like you play now, you're getting paid to play music. Yeah. I mean, so you know, everyone has like pivotal moments in their military career, you know, mm-hmm. you know, basic training, obviously for everybody, you know, you had mm-hmm. something original and, you know, with the, with the band flight, mm-hmm. you have your first duty station, minor North Dakota. We're not going to go too into that because I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> You're where you live currently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, You know, and then I just probably one of your most shining moments and you can go into detail about this mm-hmm. is how we met. Yes. It's probably my favorite, <laughs> like how I met somebody story because <laughs> like, so Chad, our mutual BFF who I, I talk to regularly and consider Same. one of my best friends in the world. Um, shout out Chad Tarpley. One of the best dudes we know, hands down. Yep. He, so we were, Chad and I were like really good friends and we deployed to the infamous island of Guam, um, uh, 2006, uh, which was definitely a life-changing time for me. 
Um, <clears throat> I turned 21, like, right when we got there. Uh, literally the day I got there. So it was like kind of, you know, you have that kind of change in life around that time. Um, and anyway, Chad had all these, like, friends. Like, everybody loved Chad. And he... it's, you know what? Like, that's the perfect that's the perfect sentence. Yeah. At any occasion, everybody loves Chad. Because everybody yeah. does love Chad. I don't know yeah. anyone. I never met anyone that said, yo, that fucking Chad, that Tarpley's an asshole. Because he's they, not. He's not. It's not possible. Like, it's not possible. You can, yeah. like, there's no, I, I never saw, I never saw Chad, like, actually angry about anything. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen him upset, but it's not over, like, something like that. It's, you know, it's over, like, some other bullshit, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I, I've seen him also upset, but, like, you know, that's, like, situational. Yeah. But, like, but, just demeanor, Chad yeah. is the most lovable guy Hands you'll down. ever know. Hand, dude, know. He, came, he came out for my wedding a couple of years ago, and uh, he, like, my aunt and uncle were, like, obsessed with him. They, like, still ask about him i think they check on him periodically <laughs> they're like we just love chad because chad was the night before the wedding chad and i stayed together at my aunt and uncle's house which was right next to the venue that they're like second home or whatever and uh yeah so chad uh chad stayed with me and they're just like love him but you're you're right dude like if I mean, if anyone was ever like dude sharply like fuck that guy i'd be like fuck you dude like what do you know yeah they're you gonna know? see these fucking hands if anyone says anything <laughs> bad about tarpley trust me yeah, yeah. Out so, of our little fucking band, I'm the one who's throwing fucking hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's I never heard it though. Like, and that's the thing is, so we get to Guam, and I think if I remember right, the situation is you, you, you and your supervisor live in those little houses with yeah, Chad's Fat supervisor, Pat. Fat Pat and Lou. Didn't Lou live in the house? Fuck Lou, dude. God damn it, Lou is the worst. Yeah, he's Lou was walk. the fucking. Let me tell you a quick Lou story, okay? <laughs> All right. Just a sidebar. Yeah. Now Lou I lived in the house. Stories. Now I was I was a fucking I was still a one stripper when we got to Guam. Mm -hmm. I made a one C in Guam. Yeah. So I just got I just lucked out. I I had I got to live in a house with two tech sergeants. Now everyone yeah. else had to live in the dorms in Guam. Yeah. But I remember yeah. because me and me and Pat went alone. Mm -hmm. There was no one else for our shop to go. I got to stay with him. Yeah. Now yeah. Lou was fucking five foot nothing. He yeah. looked like a, he looked like a surprise. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Whole not see him. It, it, it enough, but here's the. My room, I'm gonna go like LPT. He's sitting in the chair, just mm -hmm. he's just sitting in a recliner watching mm -hmm. TV. I lightly, I went, Hey, boy. he guy had fuck. Don't, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like the ladies on yeah. attack. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, you <laughs> shoulder, it's not. But he, he like lost his yeah. like I dude I yeah I must sleep in this fucking house with this maniac. But yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. It's, I don't even remember anybody. Anybody? Yeah, we won't say it just so don't people don't search <laughs> him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I've had a I've had a few like him and I got along really well, but he's definitely like super bipolar. He was all over the place. Uh, but anyway, he he lived in that house so chad like we had been there for a little while i think and chad was like hey let's uh let's go hang out at the house and i chad was my only really reference to like those guys i didn't really know the guys that worked in phase or in the back shops um and so we go over to the house and they're do there there's like a beer pong tournament going on and i would only played beer pong like a couple of times so i was already kind of like a little nervous i'm like fuck these guys are probably like really good at this um and there's these two dudes arguing, like having a full on fucking verbal, like scream fest at each other. Like, fuck you, dude. No, that's not the fucking rules. And one of them's talking like a dude straight out of Jersey and uh, like clerks or something. And I was like, I was like, well, that dude's kind of a rough looking dude. And he's and this was you. So this was this was Roland Spurbeck. Uh, and you had your tank. You, you had your wife beater white tank top on because it's hot as balls there and uh or humid it's really humid and uh so 
I would just kind of like Chad like scampers off and goes talks to like some of the dudes from his shop that he knows. Um, Cause I think Jason Winchell was there too. And uh, you sit down, it's just like me and you outside and you're like all fuming from the, the arguing with Pat. I think you're arguing with Pat. Um, if I remember right. And yeah. you sit down and I'm just, I'm standing behind you. You don't say a word to me. You're just sitting, you're sitting down kind of facing away from me and I'm just sitting there holding a beer like, okay. And uh, I look down at your shoulder and I see you have, you have several tattoos at this point. Um, and I look at your shoulder and you have a tattoo that I recognize. And it's the, it's the, um, uh, the uh, mythosaur skull off the Boba Fett's armor from Star Wars. And I recognize it right away because Boba Fett's like my favorite character from Star Wars. And I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. You and I both are. And uh, so you, I, I'm just like, hey, man, that's a cool tattoo. And you kind of you jolt around really quick because you're still like kind of charged up. And you're like, what'd you say? And I was like, hey, man, your tattoo, that this is a mythosaur skull. It's from Boba Fett's armor. And you kind of stand up and you're like, you're like, bro, you know what this is? And I was, I was like, yeah, I know what it is. It's, it's, I just I repeated the same thing. And you're like, yeah, dude, that's what it is. Like, you like Star Wars? It's like, yeah, I love Star Wars. And you're like, oh, yeah. And you, you, I think you give me like a, like a bro hug. Like, put my arm out. We hug. And you're like, I'm rolling. <laughs> and I work in the parachute shop. And I was like, oh, yeah. I got that David. tattoo in 2001. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I got that in 2001. Yep. I've, um, I've wanted to get that tattoo. But uh, yeah, that was kind of, that was it. And we ended up hanging out a lot. And, um, and then we hung out a bunch when we got back and I was there when you met Haley and that was it. That was the, well, yeah, because I mean, like, I remember races. like definitely when I got that tattoo and especially like when I was in high school, cause I'm, you know, I was in high school from 96 to 2000. So yeah. for people listening, like younger people, like it's not like today, like you couldn't, you couldn't fucking, you know, advertise that you were a nerd about Star Wars. Back Not in really, the nineties, no. back in the nineties, you yeah, def, you couldn't like there was your group of friends who liked it, and we would discuss mm-hmm. it. But it's not like mm-hmm. you know if like a cute girl walked by and we'd fucking start uh, talking Wookiee to her, you yeah. know, because then, then you know then we had to fight jocks because I wasn't a jock. <laughs> no, I, I'm just <laughs> I'm just built like a jock, you know. So like yeah. I can I can fight, but other mm-hmm. than that, like I don't fucking you know. I love like nerdy shit. So yeah, Star Wars for me, like when I meet someone that's like into it, into it, not like oh, I've seen movies, like you know some lore, mm-hmm. you know, and canon. I'm like, okay, you're my guy. Let's fucking talk. So yeah. when I when I met you on that island, I'm like, oh, dude. I was like, this fucking guy, David Lee. You know, he's he's in. He's in. Yeah. He's in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it's true. Like we, like we started talking about that. And we, like with the three of us, it was like Chad wasn't really into Star Wars, but he was really into music. And exactly. So, like, collectively, we'd either talk about like movies, Star Wars, or music, uh, and then like other topics we won't bring up here. But uh, yeah, yeah, and I mean was... like yeah, and like the second like you know it, it, I had it with Chad, you yeah. know dorms and Chad's playing Dio. I'm like I'm I ran <laughs> down the hallway because I'm like dude Dio, you like play, you play Dio? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Chad kind of introduced me to Dio. I didn't really know Dio, and Chad Chad showed me the way of that too. Yeah, I was like, I, like I didn't know Chad from fucking Adam, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, all right, now we're best friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, <laughs> worked out. Yeah. So, dude, let's yo. I'm gonna um, to, I'm gonna talk to uh, talk to you about something now. Yeah. What do you think of the status of Star Wars right now? Have you seen Obi Wan? Have you watched it? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, yeah. I usually watch. I watch anything live action. I haven't watched any of the animated Don't, stuff. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really concerned about the animated shit. Yeah. Um. To be honest with you, bro, like I haven't. I haven't really enjoyed a lot of the Disney output. You know, I'm telling you, dude. Yeah. I I really I was thinking about this the other day. It's funny you brought it up because I loved Rogue One, and I haven't like I really liked Rogue One and. Since then, though, like the new trilogy, I didn't. I was like, yeah, it's it's okay. And then by the last one, I'm like, what the fuck even happened? I, I remember throwing my hands up in the theater. Bro, I, I can't I, even watch the last the the last what is it called? The last Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I can't even watch it. I watched it once, mm-hmm. and I will not watch it. It's too much. Yeah, I agree. I the, I wa- it was on TV the other day, and I was I was watching through it. I'm like, 
it's the whole beginning part with like the million falcon fucking just like jumping through light speed like it's nothing just to give like a crazy chaotic scene i'm like what the fuck is like they just totally undo like everything like what's the word retcon they just retcon everything but i will say like the force awakens i love that force awakens these it's that's the only one of those three movies that i actually Mm -hmm. own because if they would have stayed on track yeah well which i would have done i wouldn't have I wouldn't have made Ray a fucking character, or, or she was. She would have been mm-hmm. like, she would have been like the Lando. Yeah, I would have. I would have made that new trilogy about Finn. Finn was the best part about that movie because it was the most I original. I agree. I think his his whole arc was like a huge missed opportunity. Yeah, like, like Finn they, should have been in that forest fighting Ray or Ren. It shouldn't yeah. have been Ray. Yeah, yeah. Like Finn accidentally beating, you know, Kylo Ren would have been cool. Like just out of yeah. desperation or something, and yeah. then going from there, yo. Yeah. But that fucking Mary Poppins bullshit with Leia in the fucking space, dude. <laughs> yeah, that kind of took me out of. It I too. almost walked out of the theater. I like if my kids weren't yeah. with me, I would have walked out of the theater. Yeah, yep, yeah. That was like that's not even like, dude. That's not even B movie bad. That's fucking yeah. like home video movie bad. I know, I know. And like Carrie Fisher passed away. I was like, you had a golden opportunity to like let her character die and be like a, a like a, a really good like jumping off point to set up the third movie of like now we have to like avenge this and and do something about this i don't know but the only the only thing that i will say this the only thing that disney's put out that i've actually i've enjoyed for the most part is the mandalorian it's it's amazing it's the best yeah. thing fucking it's the best thing they got it's the I, only thing they got i hope that they stick to like i didn't love the when they like injected luke into it like with the cgi like yeah it was shit. bad and i was like do we have to keep bringing like the original well, dudes in and um, well what they should have done it you know because he's on the payroll mm-hmm. use the winter soldier if the winter soldier would have walked out of that envelope out of that elevator as luke i would have bought mm-hmm. it i would have said I yeah. accept that because he fucking looks. He looks just yeah. fucking like him. Yeah, Sebastian Stan does. Yeah, for sure. He looks yeah. just like him, dude. And yeah. like, I, I, it wouldn't be weird to me. Like when he opens his mouth and he doesn't sound like Luke, I'd be like, I don't care. Like yeah. it's a live action. Like it's a person. I'm yeah. not looking at a fucking cartoon. Because yeah. yo, if I'm Kathleen Kennedy, I'm making a Luke Skywalker show and using him. It's mm-hmm. like that's a no fucking brainer. Yeah, I don't. It's it's really hard to kind of that like gauge what they want to do with star Wars because they don't seem to know what to do with their OG characters besides just like belittle them. And they don't really like the direction they're taking new characters. is kind of weird. And I'm like, I don't really know what you guys want to do. And uh, I mean, the Mandalorian's good, but it definitely has its moments that I'm like, eh, you could have maybe done that differently. Yeah. But, I mean, but I mean, it's because like, I just, I don't, first of all, I don't want baby Yoda to talk. I think yeah. the show. Sh- I think the show should end while he's still a baby. Like I don't want to see him as like you know teenage group. I don't want to see. Oh him. yeah, yeah. I don't either. I like it's his just... his like minimal role. You know exactly. Because like, even when believe- I saw him, I was like, I was like, oh, we're gonna bring like a Yoda looking guy in here. Uh, but yeah, you know, as I much agree. as I love seeing those like memes of like, you, have you ever seen that baby Yoda picture where he's like dressed up in Mandalorian armor? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, like that's awesome, but I don't want to see it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And I, I saw a leak just today, actually, of the of the trailer for the third season, and they show like a little helmet, a little Mando helmet, and I'm like, don't, don't do it. Yeah, don't, don't do it. Like, yeah, it don't do it. Works and as him do being it. as him being the yeah. bait, you know, and him, you know, having to rescue yeah. him. Yep. But yeah, like, yeah Kenobi. The book of Boba Fett was like the book of Boba Fett was like the one that really disappointed me. But anytime, anytime they did anything that focused on the Mandalorians, and I think this is the same in the Mandalorian show, is when it's at its best. When they just focus on the lore of the Mandalorians and like how they were basically like destroyed by the Empire and how they're like dispersed and there's different factions and guys are more dedicated than others. I'm like that's fucking interesting. Uh, But yeah, the book of Boba Fett was just like, what are we doing here? I just feel like it was like, I feel like it was like maybe really rushed and they didn't really think it like a good storyline through. They're like, we're just going to kind of let it happen. Yeah. Like those, those teeth. like, I was, I know, the dude. fuck is this? Uh, first of all, yo, <laughs> yeah. the, keep the Wookiee. I love the Wookiee. Bro. Yeah. I, I even, 
I don't make a lot of social media posts, but I was like, I put his picture up and I was like, give this guy a show because Black well, Chrysanthemum is like really fucking cool. I'm like, you know, I don't want to hear Chewy use English, but if he used English, I'd be like, I'd be okay with it. Like yeah, if he used, like if he they talks. figured out how to make something, some kind of Wookiee dialect of English believable, you, mm-hmm. believe, you know, sounding, I'm yeah. buying it because he was such a fresh, cool character because that show was getting so weird until he yeah. shows up. Yeah. You know, like how much do we have to spend in the fucking desert with these sand people? <laughs> like, God damn it. Like in like every episode, he's yeah. in a fucking back the tank. I'm like, yep. get out of yeah. this fucking back the tank. God, like Jesus Christ. I know. I know. I was there. I was, I, my wife and I And then the it. huts were fucking horrible. That CGI was like fucking 2001. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. you can't use, you can't pull out some real, like, you know, actual fucking puppetry for these fucking huts. Oh, they can. They just don't want to. Exactly. Yeah. They totally could. That yeah, show, I'm, that show should have been so tight and like just. I know. Uh, God I, damn. I, I, they, yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see what happens. I'm, I've kind of like accepted that. I kind of don't want to see anymore. I just I, I, yeah, keep giving I'm, me Mandalorian. Yeah, I'm like just keep feeding me Mandalorian because that's good enough for me. And then I'll, I'll wait to be impressed by anything else coming. I'm out. actually no, you know what? And I'm also excited to see Ahsoka. Yeah, um, I hope that one's good because I because I, if they introduce Thrawn, Thrawn is one yeah. of the best characters yeah. in Star Wars canon. Period. I agree, dude. I, I I hope that one's good. I think Rosario Dawson's great as Ashoka. Um, so yeah, I'd be down for that. I'm definitely gonna I, watch it. Like I always watch them, but if like uh, if they start just kind of turning to shit, I'm and like, if, I mean, and you know, whoever is listening, and, and or you, like if you if you're not really familiar with Thrawn, yeah. he's amazing. He's amazing. Like yeah. I've read all those books, and he's such a fucking fresh original character. And he's fucking, he's a badass. You know, yeah. he's, he's like, he's fucking Vader without the force. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that'll be, I mean, it's definitely going to be like, he's probably gonna be the main villain of that show. Cause they presented that in the Mandalorian when they presented Ashoka, you know. And sly way, you know, they're but they're like cold blooded egos. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, I'm I'm new. It, like it was, it's such an amazing little little paragraph of dialogue in those books. Yeah, it's just like shut, shut the. F- <laughs> I, I mean, like, well, okay. Yeah, if you don't, don't know, if you don't know what Thrawn, by that character, yeah, like Thrawn's. Examining their species. Through, you know, like people's just the whole society through the. And I, when I read that, the yeah, yeah, um, I hope they do right by him. They're like, I think total can believe that I actually enjoy. You still there, dude? You're cutting out a little bit. Oh, sh- no, I'm right here. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? So. <laughs> it's like. It's just unwatchable. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, you're talking about Kenobi? Yeah. 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 We, I just was like, I was like, really, this is what we're going to do with, with Obi-Wan. Just make him like totally scared for no reason and follow Leia around. I was like, okay. Yeah. That chase scene through the woods when they're chasing that little girl, like, I'm sorry, yeah. you know, you, you have little girls. I have little girls. Yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm chasing you down in three steps. <laughs> Yeah. Like there's I, no I way. Have to chase down. Exactly. I, I that girl, she's supposed to be playing a ten year old, but I'm I think she's only like six or seven. You know? Yeah, I just when like there's just too many little kids in these in you know, I <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah. And they, they like make her super resourceful, but don't really give a reason why she's so resourceful. She comes from like privilege. Like why is she so resourceful and like well spoken, but she comes from like a super privileged, like sheltered background, but okay. Yeah, it's it, it makes no sense. Like it. Yeah. You wasted a whole cool show. I mean, yeah. They they kill Darth Maul off in the um in the cartoons, mm-hmm. and it's it's before this timeline. But yeah. I'm like, they shouldn't have done that. And Maul, because he's in Solo, Maul should have been that you know Obi Wan's villain in that show. Yeah, that could have been interesting. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. got the syndicate. Like he, you know, he gets the Tatooine. He, you know, he fucking by chance, like senses Obi Wan or sees him. Like yeah. that. You know, I just thought of that, and that was a hundred times better than what we just fucking watched. <laughs> yeah. No, I guarantee you, their thinking was like, okay, we don't want to be on Tatooine the whole time because we're now on like our third show on Tatooine all the time, and we have to do something different. So let's focus on Leia, and have him go on a side quest with Leia which is like completely against what he's supposed to be doing, yeah. you know? Yeah, I yeah. think you see Luke twice in the whole fucking show. Yeah, you see him at the beginning and the end. That's it. Yeah. Like, they're assuming, like, people who are watching that show never saw the original trilogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I know, those, I know those movies by heart. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's true. And I think that's part of their thinking, too, is, like, we have to make it accessible to people who've never watched Star Wars. I'm like, why would you watch... Obi-Wan without ever seeing anything else. Like, it wouldn't make any fucking sense to you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, bro. You know, they sell the, uh, they sell on unspecialized versions of the original trilogy. Yeah, I have the, I have the, um, VHS copies of them still. Oh, dude, that's such a fucking cool thing. Yeah, I try to, my parents used to have a VHS player. They might still have it at their house. So, like, every Christmas I would watch them. The, the original original ones that i have yeah yeah i don't I, I we might have one here i don't know but yeah i try to watch the unadulterated versions dude the uh the first one i actually saw and i must have been like four or five was mm-hmm. uh empire and yeah. i remember i remember it very vividly because i uh my parents um left this at this house um with this older couple and uh they had no idea what to do with me and my brother, so they put on a movie. Yeah. But the guy, the guy sat down with us to watch it, and it was so weird because he had a hook for a hand. <laughs> so the whole yeah. time I'm trying to watch this movie, I'm looking over at this guy with a fucking hook in his hand because yeah. I had never seen that shit. I'm like, yeah, it's weird you know, when you see it. Yeah. Yeah. Other than like fucking Captain Hook, I'm like, this motherfucker's got a fucking hook in his hand. And yeah. I'm watching fucking Star Wars. <laughs> blew blew my mind. Yeah. But that being said, a new hope for me. Yeah, it was the the new hope was the first one I saw. My mom uh, got me into it, and that's she started just with the original. But Empire is still my favorite. But uh, I, it's hard yeah. for me to pick between Empire and a New Hope. It's like Empire just barely edges it out. Because I watched a New Hope again the other day, and I was like, "Fuck, a New Hope is really good." You know, it still reminds time. me of. It reminds me what like inspired me. I'm like, man, there are a lot of great stuff in this that. And they, it kind of takes a tonal shift in Empire Strikes Back that I like, but I'm like, it could have been, you know, they could have done it a little differently too, and it still would have been good. But yeah, I, I'm with you, man. The originals are always, that's the other thing I always come back to when Disney Star Wars is shit. Uh, like when Disney Star Wars is shit, I always come back to like, okay, I always have the originals. I can always come back to that. Yeah. Fucking, I mean, the only negative new hope it's, it's right. 
also brought to you by VetShield, the newest product from the Veterans with Benefits R&D department to treat men with ED. Let's face it, fellas, ED happens to the best of us. You can talk to a licensed physician over the phone or online. There's no more awkward in-person doctor visits telling a complete stranger your dick isn't working. This ships direct to your house in a complete, non-discreet box. If your neighbors see this, they're gonna know what's inside. There's a penis on a skateboard grinding down a volcano. But your ED problems are gonna be a thing of the past. So go to VetChew.com. VWB listeners using the code VWB will receive a free tote bag with every purchase. So go to VetChew.com. VWB is brought to you by AHS. AHS has been a family-owned business since 2001. Are you tired of getting those late-night notifications from your door cam when a bird or a Dracula passes by? With Asian Home Security, a real-life Asian person will patrol the perimeter of your home to prevent and deter any unwanted intruders. Our Asians are here to solve any problem. By Asian means necessary. AHS offers three tiers. The Golden Child Tier, the popular Bolo Premium Tier, and their bestseller, the Mr. Miyagi System. So go to ahs.com slash VWB for details and subscriptions. And we're back. We're back again. You're going to make me use... (laughs) I usually throw like two or three on each episode. (laughs) That'll be funny. Yeah, it's that's going to come down to I don't, like, is it, am I sounding okay? Cause yours is cutting out a lot, but just like up till recently, like it sounded good for a long time. Yeah. Um, it was just, it, it's the same thing for me. It's, you know, the way this works, it's like, if both of our fucking streams aren't touching, dude, it's, you know, we're going to lose each other. So okay. that being, that being said, let's fucking wrap this up and okay. I'm going to hit, I'm going to hit you with the fucking super questions. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so first one. What is your favorite holiday? Favorite holiday? Yeah. Probably Christmas. I like Christmas, Christmas a lot. Yeah. That's mine. That's mine too. Yep. Um, favorite candy bar? Uh, as far as a bar goes, I'd say Snickers. Okay. Okay, yeah. let's safe with that. Um, name a conspiracy theory you think's true. Uh, I think, I think aliens have visited us. Like maybe in the maybe the Roswell landing. I don't know, but I think we've been visited. That's something I believe. Yeah, I don't. Let's see with that. I don't know if we've been visited, but I definitely believe that there is a life form somewhere. Especially with that shit they just posted mm-hmm. from that fucking telescope. Like, come on, dude. That looked like yeah. fucking. That looked like it, Marvel. Well, it's almost like mathematically impossible for us to be like the only life forms. Out of the you know billions of stars, what really pisses me off is I'm gonna die and we're, I'm never gonna see an alien and we're this close. You might, but yeah, you're you right. know, me and my brother were just talking about that picture uh, last night. We were zooming, and mm-hmm. I'm like, how fucking awesome would it be if when they took that picture, you see a ship in the background? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they they finally get like a super powerful telescope that sees just like crazy far, and they're like, oh, yep, there's one coming. Yeah, is that a fucking star destroyer? <laughs> yeah, we're like, are, are we cool or are we gonna be fine? We don't know. Uh, okay, um, who's got the best fries? Fuck, I was just thinking about this the other day. Uh, I've always been, um, I've always been McDonald's. I've always felt like I had the best fries. You fucking sell out. What? What's yours? Checkers, dude. Well, I don't have checkers. But you've had it before, right? Uh, I think I maybe went to a checkers or, once. Or, you know, in some parts of the country they call it rallies. No, no, I, the checkers. I think what they call it on the West Coast. Um, I think there was one by my house in Phoenix when I lived there. I don't know if I ever ate there. Hands, dude. If Five Guys had checkers fries, it would be the it would be the best restaurant on the planet. Yeah, that's true. Well, unless there, like here in California, like West Coast, we have In and Out Burger, which you might have heard about. Um, yeah. 
and they do like super fresh fries. They cut the potatoes like right there in front of you and stuff. And those are pretty good too. And they do like this, they call them animal style. We get sauce and like, like sauteed onions on it, on top of it. Ooh. Those are pretty good too. Like if you're ever out here, we'll take you to in and out It's like kind of a, I don't know, rite of passage for people. Who come do you guys have stuff. a Jack in the box? Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, when I was in high school, I went and uh, I, I took a trip to Hawaii and uh, I had Jack in the box for the first time because we don't have Jack in the box on the East Coast. Oh, really? Fucking, yeah. And all I got was a double cheeseburger and it blew my fucking mind. <laughs> no, I like, I still remember that. I used to eat a Jack in the box all the time as a kid. That was like my mom's favorite spot. We would, we would go there and I'd always get the sourdough burger. I thought sourdough burgers were like the thing. And yeah, that's like my favorite. That and Carl's Jr. was like my, yeah. that was my jam. Um, what's your favorite fictional vehicle? My favorite fictional vehicle? You know, the one that keeps popping up is the DeLorean. Like, I watch, my wife loves Back to the Future, so we watch it a lot. And No, she's a keeper. Yeah, she, her, you know what her favorite movies are? Back to the Future, Twister, and Independence Day. It's dude. like, that's, yeah. She, Those are quality picks, dude. Like, when straight she, up. Our first date, and we were talking about movies, she, like, lists, I'm thinking she's gonna say, like, love actually or something you know not to stereotype women but uh she rattles off those three uh and i was like dude those, those like i fucking love those movies independence day is like one of my favorite movies of all time and yeah. uh yeah so i'd have to say the DeLorean. i just think the DeLoreans. i think it's rad yeah i think i think one of Haley's favorite movies is like that movie with 50 cent live like die and hustle i'm like oh you're the worst oh yeah uh yeah yeah i can't I, fuck, what's the name of it I used to tell people that was my life story as a joke. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the movie now. Okay, last question, and because yeah. we because we talked about Star Wars for forty minutes. <laughs> I know we didn't even get in Air Force though. We just talked about Star Wars. Fuck Air Force, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um. Would you be a Sith or a Jedi? Ugh, man, I mean, you're you're a Jedi, dude. Come on. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty bad at being bad person. I'm pretty excellent at being a good person. Yeah. Uh, so I can't imagine the greatest like, David Lee quote I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. It's like probably the like defining quote is like, I'm terrible. At, I'm terrible at lying. I'm terrible at being like deceitful. Yeah. yeah. Especially at you, this point in my life. Like I'm just like honest Abe, you know, you or Chad either would have to kill me or somehow try to convert me because I'm a hundred percent going bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it came down to it. Yeah. You know, Chad and I would have to fight for the good and we're like, we're just going to, it's going to have to be a duel with, with Roland. He's too evil. Yeah. I'm just going to like day one. I'll take the red one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah. I, I the black cloak. That. I like that too. <laughs> I know the, the Sith looks so cool, but like, yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely a good guy. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. Like I was telling my son, uh, little role. Yeah. I'm like, I was like, roll, uh, the Spurbecks really are the Sith. Now I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to tell you this. Why? Not only because we're evil, mm-hmm. but in my family, Spurbeck men only come in twos. Yeah. My great grandfather had one brother. Mm-hmm. They each had two sons. Their sons only had two sons. My dad had one brother. He had me and my brother. Uh, you yeah. know, like, and, and um, now Roland and my brother's son are the next two Spurbecks. Yeah. So it's like the rule of two kind of follows our family. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, it works, man. You guys are yeah. Sith. I will say this, though. Like, my criticism of the Jedi uh, is like I don't like their weird, like overly sterile, like life where any attachment is bad. You know what I mean? Like any relationship, anything that can like you get too attached to is bad. And what you what know? the fucked up thing is, is like they introduced all that in the prequels, and because yeah. you don't get that in the original trilogy. You know they they no. didn't ha- like Lucas fucking wrote that. Like why? Like yeah. if you you know you you know. Those little sparks of Obi-Wan, like, you know, drinking, you're like, yeah, that's fucking cool. Like, Jedi's are people. Like, he's taking shots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, then they make him fucking, you know, pretty much priests. Yeah. Anakin was just like, I want some of that. <laughs> What's so bad about that? <laughs> yeah. I know. That's what I'm like, it's. I've always thought that was weird that they make him, at least in the prequels, you know, that they're, that, that, that any attachment is, 
so forbidden. Yeah. He's like, you know, I hate sand. Yeah, I hate loved, sand, but I love pussy. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what he did. He was just like, got a, got a glimpse of that bare back of uh, Natalie Portman, you know, Padme, and he's like, God damn, I'm going to need some of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> so true. Okay, Lee, uh, you're going to make me do the most fucking editing I've ever had to do in one of these episodes. I know, bro. I don't know what it is. I, I think what we're going to have to do is just, I'm just going to have to come out there and I'm just going to have to record in person. I think <laughs> yeah. some, if this is still going on in a few years, you know, uh, I hope we'll, not. We'll do it that way. <laughs> I really hope not. <laughs> I keep waiting for that email. We want to pay you a million dollars. I know. I was like, I was like, I hope it gets, takes off and you at least get monetize a little bit but yeah you know there's a lot i don't know there's a lot of fucking podcasts out there and there is dude it's probably hard to rise up rise above all that well it's hard i think it's hard because of my niche like it's because a lot of the veteran podcasts are like real serious and yeah you know like it's it's tough to compete with that because i'm just like telling like dick jokes and talking about star wars (laughs) You're talking about whatever, you know? Yeah. And, you yeah. know, I'm not talking because I wasn't in battle. Everyone knows me, you know, listen to this show. Yeah. I'm not going to say I was deployed anywhere. Like, yeah. But for some, some reason, reason, nobody's paying me to do this fucking show. And I'm sitting here in my garage doing this. <laughs> when I yeah. should be sitting yeah. in a studio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. If I ever if I ever make it big, if I win the lottery, I'll sponsor your show and we'll try to get you get you over the top. Hell yeah. This has been a lead production. It's been a lead production. Hell yeah. So, but all right, man, I'll let you go. Go take care of the right, babies. Yeah. I'm, what time is it? One of them's got to go to bed soon. Um, yeah, man. Best to you and the, you and the, the wife and the kids. I haven't seen you guys in a long time. So hopefully know, uh, we got, we got to find a way to hook up. I want to, I want to, I told Chad this, I want to do like a cross country trip with him and we just go see all our friends around the country. You know, because a lot of our friends are retired or, like, you know, they're done with the military. So I was like, how fun would it be if Chad and yeah. I just, like, bounced around and saw – did, like, a circled the country. Like, fuck the middle of the country, but, like, circled the good parts of the country and uh, yeah. saw – If you and Chad pulled you know. up to my fucking house, dude, it, I don't know if the universe could take it. <laughs> would I you, don't. Would you sh- I know you're not a crier, but would you cry in that moment? <laughs> I might. <laughs> <laughs> I might cry. Turn away, boy. Yeah, don't look, Roland. <laughs> Roland the twenty third. Don't look. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, buddy. All right, man. So, all right, everybody. Peace. Veterans with Benefits is one hundred percent organic and cruelty free. The show is produced by Low Cash Productions written and directed by Roland Spurbeck. If you or anyone you know is in crisis, please call the Veteran Crisis Line at 855-521-1317.